Yo, yo, what's good, everybody? Thank you for joining me. It's your boy, Sway Mack Sr. We are going to be talking about the DraftKings showdown today. Uh, we're going to talk about the Denver Clippers game today. <clears throat> um, that series has been kind of tricky, um, but I think that makes for good GPP uh, plays because uh, ownership is going to be a little spread out. You're going to see uh, heavy ownership on a few guys, and then uh, and then everything else uh, kind of will play itself out, but uh, should be pretty spread out as well. Um, but um, but yeah, sorry I had to miss uh, the Toronto Boston one, uh, guys. Please let me know if you want it to continue because if I don't get enough interest, uh, you know I'll I'll stop doing it because I'm really just doing them just to help you guys out. Uh, kind of you know teach you guys how to the construction goes. Also just kind of let you guys in on what I'm thinking and how I'm thinking too. Um, so yeah, let's get right to it. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do today actually is the first thing I'm going to do is tell you guys, uh, using a tool that I have, what the optimal lineup was, uh, for showdowns, uh, for the last time <clears throat> that these two teams played. Uh, so the last time that they played, uh, was the seventh. And so that actually was on Monday, uh, Monday, the, the optimal, optimal lineup. So not to say that anybody actually had this. But, like, the perfect lineup would have been uh, Michael Porter Jr. at captain. It would have Patrick Beverly, Gary Harris, Paul George, uh, the Joker, and then Kawhi. That would have equaled a total of 271.25 points. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was definitely nutty. And then uh, next up, you would have had Joker at captain, Michael Green, Pat Bev, Michael Porter Jr., Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. That scored 268.50. So those would have been the two... Uh, like say winning lineups or the two kind of perfect lineups that uh, that you could have got, um, you know, the other day. So and really a lot of it is nothing crazy. Pat Bev, the only the the one the one uh, kind of oddball I'd say was Michael Porter Jr. because he hasn't really been playing that well, <clears throat> and he put up forty, you know. So there you go. That's that's what happened. He was only sixty four hundred, I think, or something like that. So yeah, that's what happened. Moving over to today's slate, uh, actually we are, uh, the Clippers are going to be favored by seven and the over under on the total is 221.5. So we should be looking at a high pace game that they think the Clippers should win easily. Now, we're going to have to play this a few different ways. So I do suggest playing a couple of different lineups because this game does have blowout potential. You don't want to uh, try to predict blowouts or anything like that. So that's not what I'm doing, but it's possible we see a blowout here. That's just, that, you know, that's, that's, that's just what it is. So, um, you know, it is possible. With that being said, though, uh, the captain spots, uh, you know, what you get at captain uh, is, is pretty much going to be the same. Uh, so give me just a second here. Let me get over to. So yeah, so at captain spot, it's gonna be the usual suspects there. If I can get my computer to work right. So yeah, it's gonna be the usual suspects there. Um, I'm not gonna play anybody except for Kawhi, uh, Nicola, Jamal Murray, and Paul George. Uh, even though Michael Porter Jr. did have a monster game, I'm still uh, I'm still not going to put him in any of my captain spots. <clears throat> now, there's two ways that you can play these. You can play this uh, with like the way that I'm going to play them, and I'm going to say I want the highest points. I just want whoever's going to score the most fantasy points in that captain spot. That's usually what's optimal. 
Um, and that's uh, that's what I've been doing. And so uh, I'm going to stick with what's been working. And I've kind of I've, I've been doing this for years. So it seems especially lately in these playoffs, that's kind of what's been working. However, you do sometimes see guys like a Michael Porter Jr., uh, a, a Jeremy Grant, you know, maybe a Gary Harris, a Lou Williams, somebody like that who will go ham one night <clears throat> in that captain spot. And you put them in that captain spot, <clears throat> excuse me, and that'll allow you to uh, load up everywhere else. So that's why with somebody like a Michael Porter Jr. in the captain spot, you were able to get Joker, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, you know what I mean? And then you could throw in Pat Bev or somebody else who you knew was going to get time. So um, so that's, that's a way you can play it. Um, I don't suggest doing that, though. But if you are going to do that, <clears throat> I mean, you know, any of those guys are going to be viable. Any of those value guys are going to be viable, to be honest. So there's not really... Uh, you know, pick one specific, uh, you know, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be viable. Jeremy Grant's going to be viable down there real cheap. Gary Harris is going to be real cheap down there. Gary Harris can give you 30, 30, 35. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's going to allow you to load up everywhere else. Um, so, you know, there you go. And moving over to the point guard spot. So we'll just kind of go down the line here. Uh, there's really only, you know, there's really only about five, five guys that we're going to look at five or six. Yeah, about five. We got Jamal Murray, uh, actually just about, yeah, about four or five. We got Jamal Murray. We got Lou Williams. We got Monte Morris. We got Patrick Beverly. And then if you want to throw Reggie Jackson in there, you can. <clears throat> also, if you want to throw Landry Shamit in there, you can. I wouldn't, even though he has been seeing minutes in this series. Uh, he saw 21 minutes in the first game, 10 minutes, and then 11 minutes. So he's seeing time, and he's super cheap, but he hasn't been doing anything, and I, I don't think he'll do anything. So he's, he's not going to make my pool. Uh, Reggie Jackson also. Reggie Jackson's only going to be in play if Pat Bev doesn't play. So if for some reason Patrick Beverly doesn't play, uh, then you can go ahead and throw Reggie Jackson in there. Uh, DraftKings has been really slow with updating their pricing because they normally have these slates already um, or they're kind of pumping them out already and so they miss on the pricing that's why we're not seeing bumps on pat bevs i believe now he's also not eclipsing 20 minutes 21 22 minutes um but still he's probably going to give you 20 points or so in that time frame that's not you know that's not that's not uh that's that's not out of the realm so uh you know i think that's something he can definitely do and uh, I think for that reason, you know, Pat Bev is probably, uh, you're probably going to want to put him in a lot of your lineups. He's going to allow you to save a lot of salary. Uh, and like I said, he's going to give you probably about 20 minutes or so, especially if this is a close game. He'll probably play a few more minutes. And, you know, he's kind of a, he's kind of a stat stuffer. And at 3,600, he doesn't need much. Uh, he doesn't need much. Next up, we have Monte Morris. Uh, Monte Morris is just only $400 cheaper. He's consistently getting about... 18 to 22 minutes uh, again you know he doesn't need much to be optimal I think he's going to carry a lot more uh, uh, I think he's going to carry a bit of ownership I can probably see him at about 30 percent 30 or 40 percent owned because it's going to allow people uh, to spend up elsewhere um, and I like him I'll have a little bit of him as well uh, you know he can give you 20 25 and he can pop off and uh, he'll definitely be optimal as well Lou Williams uh, Lou Williams is 6600 so he's you know we're kind of getting up there in pricing um, so you're going to have to kind of pick and choose, um, you know, Lou's been playing a lot of minutes. Um, you know, he just, if Lou can get that ball, that, that ball, that shot to fall, he's going to put up a lot of points. Um, uh, but he does need to score a lot because he's only going to give you a few assists, maybe a couple of rebounds, you know, 
um, but he needs to score. He needs to score, um, and that's that's kind of what he does. So, but he can get hot here. So definitely, if you know if he fits, you can definitely toss him in. Um, yeah, there you go. Jamal Murray though, I'm gonna have a lot of Jamal Murray today. I think he. Uh, I just I just see Jamal being optimal here. Now he is super expensive, you know. He's the most expensive, you know, kind of point guard or shooting guard on the slate because <clears throat> you know a few of these guys are point guard, shooting guard eligible. Him, Lou Williams, uh, him and Lou Williams actually are the only ones that are going to be point guard, shooting guard eligible. But um, he's consistently, you know, thirty six last game, forty five the game before that, twenty six point seven five the game before. So the first game, but they really held him down that first game. And those guys were tired. So I see him getting at least 35 or 40 here. And when you play these showdowns, you do have to play them <clears throat> like theory wise, game theory wise. And in order for this game to be close, him and Joker are going to have to play well. That That's just a fact. So um, I don't mind having Jamal Murray in a lot of your lineups, to be honest, where you can fit him in. All right, moving over to shooting guard. We already talked about Jamal Murray. Next, we have uh, Paul George at 9,400. Not much to say about Paul George. Love him. His price has definitely come up, but he's going to give you 35-plus. Um, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure he is going to be on the optimal lineup if they do end up crushing, even if it's a close game. I mean, you know, there's enough value. People are going to people are going to hammer in Paul George. They're going to try to hammer in Joker. They're going to try to hammer in Kawhi in as many lineups as they can, <clears throat> and I advise you to do the same. Next up, we have one of my favorite values. Uh, he's, you know, he's moving up in price. Um, but Gary Harris is, uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about Gary Harris a little bit as far as, um, you know, just kind of value. And, and, and we talked about Gary Harris as far as him being on the optimal lineup, um, you know, on Monday. Man, I think he winds up there again. His minutes are just going up, going up, going up. He started off with 24 minutes, then he had 29 minutes, then he played 35 minutes last game and put up 28.75 fantasy points. I can see him duplicating that again, and he is just cheap enough that he'll allow you to kind of load up everywhere else if you throw in, say, like a Pat Bev, you know, or somebody like that. Um, you have Torrey Craig coming up behind him. You know, I actually don't mind Torrey Craig. If something happens and one of these guys gets into foul trouble or something like that, Torrey Craig's going to get a lot of minutes. If you're making anything less than five or ten lineups, I don't think you need to throw Torrey Craig in there. If you're playing a bunch and a bunch more than that, uh, I would say you want to look at Torrey Craig for a possible punt there. Uh, we won't talk about P.J. Dozier, and then we'll move on to small forwards here. For small forwards, it's pretty much Kawhi, Michael Porter Jr., Jeremy Grant, Marcus Morris. We already talked about Torrey Craig. There's nobody else there that's uh, that we'll look at. Of course, Kawhi Leonard's going to be your top play there. Try to get him in as much as you can. I do think Michael Porter Jr. sees a bit of ownership, and I don't think he has a big game again. Uh, he's so inconsistent. Um, I just think he's going to carry a lot of ownership, and I'm going to try to be on the other end of that ownership. Um, I've watched a lot of Nuggets games, man, and I can tell you this guy is streaky, streaky. So if he goes out there and misses a shot or two, he's, he's going to have a bad night. So for that reason... Um, you know, I think if you're playing a handful, you probably want to go ahead and throw them in one, you know, uh, maybe two if you want, and then you can kind of forget about them in the rest and see if you can avoid the dud there. Uh, that's kind of how you win these tournaments, man. You gotta, you know, you gotta zig when people zag. Jeremy Grant, uh, we kind of, we, uh, I mean, Jeremy Grant, man, he's been real consistent. You know, he's getting a ton of minutes and, you know, he's 6,200. I do prefer, uh, Gary Harris right now because he's cheaper. Um, and, you know, in these flex positions, you don't have to play, you know, positions. You can kind of just put whoever in there. So if it comes down to it, I do like him more. 
Um, and then you got Marcus Morris, who's playing a bunch of minutes too. I like Marcus Morris also more than Jeremy Grant, but I'll have a bit of ownership to both of the, to, to both of those guys. And then yeah, we'll keep moving. Power forward, kind of keeping it the same. The only difference here on power forward is Paul Millsap and Jamichael Green. Everybody else we've talked about already, as far as Marcus Morris, Jeremy Grant, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, Sap, man, Sap will go out there and give you like 15, 16 points in the first quarter, and then he won't score again. But he has been pretty consistent in this series with 16, 22, and 33. So, you know, he's giving you about 23, you know, 24, 25 points a game. Um, he's pretty cheap at 5,600. But again, if it's between him and like Gary Harris or somebody like that, even a Marcus Morris, I'm going to play both of them over Sap. Um, but I might have a little bit of Sap because he's going to be super low-owned. Jamichael Green, um, I'll have a I'll have a bit of Jamichael Green because I do think this this is a possible blowout game, and if it blows out, he does get that blowout run. Um, you know, he's been seeing consistent minutes in the twenties anyway, so I do think he uh, he'll get some time, but uh, but he definitely uh, is worth some looks there for sure. Center, pretty simple. Joker, fit him in as much as you can. You got Zubak and Harrell there as well. If it's a blowout, you want maybe want to look at some Mason Plumley. Um, you know, I might I might have a little bit of Plumley as well, just in case some you know it is a blowout because he's going to get those blowout minutes. Um, and, and other than that, man, there you go. So I mean, you know, just kind of construct it the ways that we talked about. You can either go value at captain, or you can load up with one of these guys that the, that I believe will be the highest points. Uh, getters which the, i'll be doing and then i'll look for the value that we talked about elsewhere and then you know maybe try to throw in one of these cheap 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 guys and uh and hope to make it rain hopefully you guys learned something let's get it peace